Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. episode 395. It is Wednesday here in Cincinnati. It's a little gray again. We've had, I don't even know, four or five days of beautiful sunshine, pool weather. It's been glorious here. So a little rain is probably overdue. There is a lot happening in Cincinnati today. I just feel like I need to name um, all the activity. So the president will be in town doing a town hall meeting where my husband will actually be working tonight and the Cincinnati Reds are playing at the stadium and the FCC soccer team is playing at the TQL stadium. There is so much movement of energy and people and excitement and preparation. <laughs> There's a lot that is happening in our area this today and then over the last few days and cleaning up over the next couple of days. So it feels perfect to be in this space creating the podcast today and um, sharing something that I've been moving through. So if you're watching on video, you can see that over my shoulder is a sketch that looks pretty rudimentary. <laughs> it's not art. <laughs> it's my way of drawing and illustrating energy. So I'm going to spend a little bit of time today talking about how this has flowed through and, and what it means and how how this process I feel is so important for clarity. Um, so if you're not list if you're listening to me on audio, it may be something you want to take a quick peek at um, either on my Instagram account or over on my YouTube channel. I'll post a picture so you can see it. So let's talk about why first, why I would be sharing what really is my vision, my, I guess I call it my energetic illustration of what's next for me, of what my infinite embodiment LLC business looks like. I talked about how I uh, transitioned slowly. <laughs> it's taken me a long time, slowly from um, sole proprietorship into an LLC and how I purchased the name infinite embodiment for my LLC last December. I talked about that whole process um, in one of the recent podcasts. It was the last audio podcast in May before I took a break and then came back and started doing videos, um, I don't know, three, four weeks ago. So if you wanna hear the whole story about infinite embodiment, uh, that's a great podcast just to, to tap into the feeling of expansion and how it has all these moments of contraction along the way that when we are claiming bigger visions and stepping into bigger versions of ourselves, it's often a, <gasps> you know, you come back in and you hide. You're like, no, did I say that out loud? <laughs> did someone hear me? Does that mean I have to be accountable to that? <gasps> and then, right, it's just these, these waves of becoming bigger and then going back to smaller. We are stretching. I believe we're always stretching as we do that. We're becoming something more, something new, something more expansive, but you know, it takes, um, it 
takes a lot of courage and a lot of commitment to the path for us to keep continually evolving and and pushing our comfort edges and moving into something that kind of thrills us and terrifies us all at the same time. So Infinite Embodiment, the podcast about that will give you a lot of that energy that I was really moving through. Um, what I am very clear on is my my work prior to I guess May, <laughs> May really was a big shift for me. Prior to May, so much of my work has had this energy of creating some something, some tool, some practice, some way of helping people because people need my help. You know, this feeling of if, if I don't do it, someone's going to suffer unnecessarily. And so I should really be making lots of, of, of content and ways and things, whatever, you know, vehicle is going to be supportive, video, audio, writing sessions like some way to help people so that they they feel better and they feel steadier and their lives are better and what has been moving inside of me is um a resettling into nobody needs to be saved i don't need to be saved you nobody we don't need to be saved we don't need to be fixed we're we're all here just to learn we're all here to play and experiment and try things out and and find find a way through the maze of soul, body, mind, that is this human journey with hopefully some pleasure, <laughs> some enjoyment as we're going through it. And so this shift has been uh, bubbling inside of me, May, June, July, you know, kind of how do I, how do I share my work and provide the resources I have, but without that energy of, of, not it's not desperation because I've never felt desperate like that it's more like the deadline of time you know I gotta help people before we run out of time and that <laughs> maybe it's 50 I'm just like time I have all the time in the world <laughs> there's so much time opening up to me everyone has so much time time is just like this construct that we can redefine like it's not this whole big freak out thing <laughs> so why why do I keep living in that energy? Why don't I shift into this new one? And so when time is dissolving, when it's becoming non-linear, you know, I can dip in and out of past and present and future very fluidly and, and feel like I don't quite know what the future looks like, but I know, I know what's arriving is going to be incredible and better than it has been. And so I don't need to race towards that future and I don't need to grip and hold on to the past. I'm, I'm going to be right here and let emotions flow through me and let let awarenesses come and so i'll just i'll just trust how i'm guided to move and so the the feeling inside of me is so very different it's not it's not like what was before was wrong it's just we're moving we're shifting into something new and when i tap into this possibility it's so much more peaceful and um playful and enjoyable and so there's there's been this kind of evolution inside is that the right word involution <laughs> whatever the word would be something in alchemy there's been this alchemy happening inside of me of of discerning like how do i share my work how do i how do i present offer resources you know services, is that the word services, offerings that that hold that embodiment of ease and 
also absolute certainty in the value of what it is I bring forward. How do I kind of, you know, play and dance with that new way of sharing my work? And so it's been this like, <laughs> you know, try something. Oh, it's not that. Pull back a little bit. Try something else. We pull back a little bit. Yeah. And so I've just been sort of moving through it, moving through it. Um, the videos here are great. You know, doing this once a week and showing up for myself and holding myself accountable <laughs> is really good for me because then I see myself reflected to myself. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're making a little progress. This is, this is good. You know, you're more pulled with ease than you were before. And um, yeah, it's really important for me to have this practice. All of that said, so when I, and it's been a time too of, you know, not, not really knowing what the form of the future is going to look like for me. I've shared that my son graduated from high school, my daughter from college in May. Probably that's why <laughs> there was a massive shift. And I watched that Santero video to the collective with that message about the hand of God coming in and just clearing the deck in a beautiful way. There was just so much happening all at that time. And so the summer is a transition time for our family. My son leaves in a week and, or not a week, one month, <laughs> not a week, not that soon. He leaves in a month for college. He'll be living away. And, and so he won't be in and out like he has been for all these years. My daughter is moving back and she's going to be finding what's next in her path. And so there's, there's just a new schedule, a new flow, a new routine that's going to be opening up in August, September. And I can feel um, the unknown of that. You know, how will I feel when the house is quieter? Am I am I okay with that? <laughs> am I going to need to like fill my schedule with things outside of the house again? Like, you know, what's going to what's going to happen inside of me? And so I'm not making lots of plans. You know, for the fall and for the winter, it's it's just sort of a feeling your way in the dark kind of phase for me. The reason I, I share all of that, the reason I create the podcast, the reason I show up here each week is because I know there are matches. I know there are people who are in that same sort of uncertainty with me and, and your path may look very different than mine, but the, the vibration, the frequency of it will be the same. And so as I'm sharing these stories and words and describing my vision board, there's going to be um, a knowing inside of you of how that matches your story and your path. And then we find commonalities, we find community in sharing our experiences in this way. This is pretty much everything that happens in Viv's Energy Gym, which is on my vision board over there. There, <laughs> it's a green ring around the words. You know, it's, it's a place where we show up and talk about how it feels to be in this human journey. We talk about our dreams and our visions and what's blocking us and how we're going to move through those and you know walk towards that sensation we have that we're going in the right way. <laughs> Even if we can't quite articulate it, we, we can feel when we're in alignment and we can feel when we're not. And doing that in community in these conversational ways every week via Zoom, it's it's so powerful and and so much strength is 
oh, how's the word? It's like when you see steel being melded and formed with heat, you know, there's a sense of a bit of pressure being put on ourselves when we show up in a community that sees us and that's going to hold us accountable to that. I've experienced it over and over. I show up and all these faces are looking at me on Zoom. I'm like, oh, God, I have to tell them about this thing. <laughs> and then as it gets voiced, it moves. The energy moves, the fear moves, the resistance moves. And then I have these witnesses who are saying, oh, did you do the thing? <laughs> Are you going to do that thing that you talked about? <laughs> it's, it's just so powerful to be held in love and community in that way. And so I share that here in the podcast to say, find the community. If you, if you don't have that type of a community, find them, try this energy gym, try something local, find people who will sit with you just as I am in this video and say, okay, let's hear about what your dreams are. Let's hear about it. And then how do we support you? How do we encourage you? How do we hold you accountable? So when you say that thing and you expand, you want to like, crawl back under your blankets and ignore the world for the rest of your life, <laughs> we can kind of tap on your shoulder and say, hey, <laughs> you told me about that dream. You told me about that. Let's pull the cover over your head and let's kind of peek your head out. And maybe we'll just, we'll just look at your head for a little bit and talk. And then maybe tomorrow or next week or next month, we'll pull the blanket a little lower so we can like see more of your throat chakra. And eventually the blanket will be pulled all the way off. I don't know if you ever did that with your children, but my mom used to do it to me and I did it to my children when they just wouldn't get up. I would start pulling the comforter <laughs> and eventually like they're laying there shivering. They're like, I will not get out of bed. <laughs> oh, when you do it with, with play and irreverence and joy in that way, it just becomes more fun. It's not that oh, I hate the world and I have to get out of bed and go do this job and do this thing. It's like, oh, fine. <laughs> fine i'll sit up and we can have a conversation i'll put my feet on the floor i'll stand up and i'll begin my day <laughs> it's just more fun anyway <laughs> so i am modeling that in this moment with you i i have this vision this energetic uh impression that flowed through me on monday and uh and i was very private with it i i showed it to my husband and to my best friend and i'm like there's a lot in this. <laughs> There's a lot in this. I don't know quite what to do. What's next? I mean, I feel it, but also to see yourself reflected to yourself is very invigorating and overwhelming at times. So Tuesday morning, <laughs> I get an email from Vision at Mind Valley in my inbox, and it talks about literally vivid vision and how you should share it and how he worked with this guy Cameron to create Vivid Vision Quest, where you, you create your vision, you talk about your vision, and you share it with people. Why? Because when you share it, you get witnessed and you get held accountable. And so there's this like next level of visioning, which is talking about it the day after I create this. And it has the word Viv in it. I mean, anytime someone says Vivid, I'm like, are you referencing me? I know you must be. <laughs> and so here I am, trusting the signs, trusting that <laughs> it doesn't even feel like a tap on my shoulder or a nudge. It feels like my, my, like my soul is standing at my back with a full hand and going, 
<laughs> stand up, stand up there and talk about that thing. <laughs> Get it out in the visible world, the video technology, YouTube, Instagram, I don't know, pathways. <laughs> so here I am. Here I am. So let me tell you about my vision board. I don't even want to call it that. Let me share the vibration of what flowed through me in a way that has a visual impression that helps me to see it more clearly and hopefully will allow you also to see it more clearly. I have it on my phone in front of me so that I'm not turning around and the microphone gets all weird. So let me begin at the beginning. So there is um, a name at the top, Infinite Embodiment LLC, which is the name of my company. And infinite embodiment to me talks about the infinite soul coming down into the human body. There is so much conversation, I believe, in spiritual circles, new age circles about ascension and the ascension symptoms and how when we ascend, we are actually raising our vibration, raising our consciousness and in, in, a, in essence, leaving our bodies. We're rising up and out of our bodies. And we're ascending into a new way of being. We're ascending to a new earth. We're ascending to a new consciousness. I actually believe the opposite. I believe ascension is we are bringing the consciousness down into our human bodies and we are connecting our feet to the earth and we're embodying. We are bringing the infinite into the physical form. And so we have all these symptoms that come up as that energy is coming down and in because our human body with its physical cells is like, whoa, what is all this light? What is all this power? What is this higher frequency? Our ears start ringing. We get headaches. Our eyes get blurry. We have throat issues. It moves down. Our heart has palpitations. Our stomach goes crazy. We have diarrhea. We're vomiting. We're <laughs> hard to breathe. Uh, I don't even know how many other symptoms. There's so many symptoms. And so I created I Am Light Medicine as a resource, as a, a medicine cabinet for those who are experiencing those symptoms and thinking I need to leave my body. So I'm going to try to ignore the symptoms or I'm going to try use chemicals and, you know, 3D tools to heal my body. I Am Light Medicine is about use light, use light, use vision, use imagination, use consciousness use consciousness to heal your body. And so as you get those symptoms, those voila panicky feelings, because you're, you're expanding, you are becoming a more multidimensional being, your consciousness is going, I describe it this way, out through the dimensions, not here in 3D, 4D, what I can feel and touch, 5D, 6D, 7D, 8D, 9D, right? We just keep expanding our consciousness. And so as you feel those symptoms, use light, use consciousness to heal your body, tap into what's happening in the universe and what's happening here on Gaia and what's happening in your body. And how do you bring the light in to bring more ease to your body? So infinite embodiment is the soul coming in, the soul coming in. And I believe as that is happening, there's this purification that is moving through our physical bodies as light comes in and taps into fear. The first light protocol in light medicine is dispelling fear, eliminating fear. How do you do that? You shine the light on the fear. 
you look at the dark shadowy places inside of yourself and you go, is that my truth? Is that something that is a real fear or have I created that? And how do I release it? How do I move it? Shine light on it. And as that happens, we start purifying our human experience. Our minds become quieter and calmer. Our hearts become more open. Our digestive systems are bringing in new ideas and moving them through and creating creating, creating all this beautiful content. And then as the energy moves down and through our legs, we connect into the earth and we fall in love with Gaia in a way that humans have disassociated from for so long. We fall in love with our planet. We delight in the magic and the beauty that she shows us everywhere in every single moment. If we just have our eyes open and our feet on the ground and our heart open, we see the magnificence of being on this planet outside of a concrete wall, outside of a car that's driving everywhere, feet on the ground, feeling, delighting in Gaia. So as I was drawing this energetic grid <laughs> for my business, the very first thing that I drew, well, it's funny. Funny, of course, my phone's like beep beep. Um, I I drew the earth at the bottom, and then I started drawing myself really small, like sitting sitting on the earth, pretty tiny. <laughs> and as I'm sketching in pencil, because I'm not a good artist, and I was trying to figure out how to draw a person sitting there, kind of meditating, holding space. My husband sends me a text. <laughs> so something, because he'd asked what I was doing. I said I'm doing some visioning. So he sends me a little text. He's like, dream bigger. <laughs> right as I was drawing this little person. God, how does he do that? How does he know? So of course I erase <laughs> the whole little person and I made myself big, big in comparison to the earth, placing my energy firmly on the earth and then drawing waves of energy. These are green and those are blue. Just waves of energy moving around, vibration, frequency, and I'm sitting on the earth in the middle of all of that. And then I started with the sun at the top, which I believe is our source of all energy and drew a line that went all the way down through the person to the center of the earth. So at the very bottom of the grid is a, a triangle, a diamond shape that I call the crystal core of Gaia. I believe our planet is at its very center crystal and that crystal connects directly to the energy of source of the universe. It, it is what keeps us in flow around the all the other planets and the sun and everything that's happening i believe that crystallized energy at the core of gaia is what maintains this human existence for us maintains this planet's vibration and so i connected the sun and the core of the earth and i put myself right in the middle of that and then today i took my crystals because you know stones crystals hold energy they transmute energy and i created a grid there's a crystal at my third eye there's a clear crystal. I don't know if you can see it. It's, um, I'm going to blank now on the name. Oh, I can't remember. I'll think of what it is and I'll put it in the description. But there's this um, Lemurian, that's what it is. It's a Lemurian crystal. How could I have forgotten that? And I hold all of these crystals when I'm doing my meditations. Not all of them, the top two, the bottom two sit in my crystal bin. But there's a a crystal Lemurian energy that goes from the third eye down through the core of the body, illustrating purification of energy. And then holding in my hand, connected between the human and the earth, is a purple amethyst crystal. 
And then at the bottom, at the core of Gaia is a white crystal. And so it just shows this flow of energy of purifying what's happening through the body. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I won't be leaving the crystals on there all the time because I like to use them in my sessions and my meditations. But for right now, as I share it with you, it feels super exciting to have the crystals anchored on top of the image and illustrating the energy moving. And then as I was drawing all of it, I'm looking at it in the, in the screen, as I was drawing all of it on Monday, um, I would go to my website and, you know, look at how I outlined things. I come back to the grid and then I placed all of the offerings that I have in a way that feels um, like an easy flow and how they're connected to my meditation library, my books, the gym, the um, new moon meditations and tarot. Um, what else do I have? Oh my God, the podcast, <laughs> where the podcast fits in. Quietly listening is what you can see right underneath the sunshine. And that's the virtual space that I hold with my friend, Andrea Lee. She does virtual acupuncture and then I hold the energy space with her every other Wednesday night. And so it's tonight. And when I tune into that space, when we're in that community experience virtually in all different places, no one's in the same room, we are directly connected to source. It's like the highest point of energy flowing in from source to my crown, like that, that quietly listening space in between is a pure, pure potential, pure magic, and the pathway to bringing that energy all the way down through the body and to the core of the earth. It's like a bridge between source and humanity and Gaia, like this easy, bringing them all together. And so when I placed each of these offerings, you know, on this side would be all of my energy work, the sessions that I do, the group spaces that I hold, um, what else do I have? Awakening the guides, the online course I have, remembering together, the one-on-one -on -one work, um, the light medicine, like all the energetic uh, playgrounds are on the one side and then on the other, all the expressions and offerings. And then at the bottom, I wrote down my, on one side, my embodiment practices, because this is infinite embodiment, my embodiment, how, what do I do to stay firmly grounded in my body? How do I, how do I keep my body in this uh, steady, grounded container of a human vessel for that infinite soul to sit in comfortably and easily what are the things that i do each day and so i outlined all of those i'll share those um, on instagram i'll do a close-up of that so you can see what my practices are and then the infinite how do i stay connected to the infinite soul and and hear and listen and feel and intuit and share and create and and so i'll put that also on my instagram page and so all of these beautiful ways of clarifying how I do my work just flowed right through because I had this cocoon of time and this focused um, intention of, of seeing it, feeling it, uh, expressing it in a way that I could come back to and touch again and again. And so that's my energetic grid for my business. What's funny is last week, I made this huge to-do list. <laughs> My children are on vacation with their dad. And so I'm like, okay, I have all this time and space. No one's going to be in the house. My husband was working the presidential event. Like I, 
I'm just going to dive in. Well, it took me a little bit to settle into that spaciousness. And then once I settled in, I was already behind on the list that I created. <laughs> so I created this whole like in, uh, intensity, <laughs> unnecessary stress for myself. Uh, I don't remember why I brought that up now. What was it about? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Something I was saying. Oh, I know what it was for my LLC. One of the things I had written on my to-do list, the long, long, long to-do list. One of them was to, to uh, create the articles of incorporation for my LLC. And then also to create the energetic intention to put into words or, or like this, to put into images, the, the purpose. Uh, what is the word they use on the LLC application? It's like, what is the purpose of your business or the mission of your business? Why, why are you bringing this business into existence? And so that is what I drew in this energetic grid. Why? So here's the bigger, the bigger picture. I sat with all of that and it was all about me and my connection to Gaia and what I'm creating and offering. And this morning when I was sitting in my meditation before the podcast, I knew I was going to talk about this energetic grid, but I thought it was going to be all about visioning. And I'm sitting quietly and running energy and doing that crystallizing purification process through my chakras and connecting to the core of the earth and connecting to source and running all of this beautiful energy. And the words just popped out. It's like conduits of energy. That's, that's the purpose of infinite embodiment. The, the work that I do, the teachings that I share, the, the personal development I've gone through in my own journey has been to allow me, this infinite soul in the human body, to be a conduit of energy from source, the sun, down through my body and into Gaia, into the, the consciousness of our planet. It's to be that conduit of energy. And then as that energy is received by the earth, she blesses us, she replenishes us with energy that's been purified through her consciousness. And so we get this welling up of pure energy from our feet all the way up through our chakras and spouting out into the world around us. The flow of all of that energy coming down and through being purified by the earth and then energy coming back up. I believe that is the huge shift that is going to be, it's already happening, but I feel like humans are going to become more and more aware of it. It's not what is Gaia doing for us? You know, like here I am on this planet and is she providing me the water that I need and the food that I need? And, um, you know, is, is, it's so much a taking energy, like humans taking from earth. This is the whole climate change argument, right? What are we doing? We're just consuming, consuming, consuming. What are we giving back? What are we giving back to the earth? How, how is reciprocity happening between humanity and Gaia? And this is the pathway. This is the process. It's I will, as one individual human, I will do my own work to purify my human vessel, to become a pure conduit of energy from source through me. And I will share that energy with the earth. So in meditation, in walking, in playing outside in the water, in the trees, and the flowers, I will, I will be this... <laughs> Like, whoa, 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 there's so much wanting to be said. <laughs> there's so many ways we can give energy back to Gaia. But the biggest way 
the most important way is to do our own inner purification, to, to be humans who are so aligned with source and the earth, who don't have all that drama, fear, intensity, anxiety, stress, law, like all that stuff. What I started creating last week, I got to do all these things. No, no, I need to be still. I need to tune into my own uh, healing and my own purification, do whatever is necessary in this moment, and then allow creation to flow from that pure state. And it's not going to follow a to-do list. It's going to be, oh, you're going to sit down and create your energetic grid for your business, which you thought you were going to do by sitting at a computer and typing. <laughs> no, it's this. And from this, you're going to have this whole uh, message of conduits of energy come through. And so that is going to carry me into whatever I'm supposed to create next. And it doesn't mean all the 10 things on my to-do list are going to bump that flow and following of conduits of energy. It's like the you know, this crystal right here, holding this crystal and allowing the crystal to guide us like a compass. You know, in this moment, the energy is saying, Shh, go this direction or turn the crystal. In this moment, all of my focus needs to be on running energy to the earth, just flowing energy through me. And so perhaps I meditate, perhaps I take a nap and I allow my soul to just be moving energy. Maybe I lay on a raft in the pool and I allow my throat chakra to just receive all the sounds of the insects and the birds and the wind through the trees and the water moving on the, on the pool uh, surface. And all of those sounds delight me and my heart opens. And all of that love that's pouring through me goes out into my community, goes, goes into the trees and the trees send that energy all the way down through their roots into the core of Gaia. It's this interconnectedness and play and magic and wonder that doesn't follow a timeline. It doesn't follow a to-do list as much as my mind would really like that. <laughs> as much as my mind is so satisfied by checking things off and crossing things out and reporting that I did this thing that like I was supposed to get done. This was not on my to-do list and, and yet it's, the most beautiful guide for me on on how to refocus over the next couple of months as my family goes through this shift in our our structure so conduits of energy that apparently is the title for today's podcast it's the message that infinite embodiment llc is here to share how, how and why do we practice infinite embodiment? How we practice it by running the energy down, the soul, the consciousness into the human form and connecting to the center of our earth. Why? Because it's time to give back to Gaia. It's time for us to contribute to the healing of all of the, the only word that comes to mind is ravaging <laughs> that we have done in our consumption. You know, how how do we make a shift in the harmony of alignment on our planet? We do our own work and then we run that beautiful purified energy down to the earth. And then she rewards us by sending us this just hug, <laughs> this beautiful embrace. 
So we'll see where this is going to flow next and what's coming through me. I have been sharing on Instagram. I've had the best time on making these reels. Um, it's a new thing, I guess, that Instagram is offering in competition with TikTok. I just love them. I take little videos of magical moments with Gaia where I feel I feel the love and the connection with our planet. And then I add in music that brings that multidimensional element to it. And there's just these short little 30 second touches of, of Gaia's love. <laughs> Gaia's love from my filter as a human to you. And oh, they make me so happy. <laughs> Each time I make one, I'm like, it's like I'm rubbing my hands together and going, this is the best. So I don't know. I didn't even have those really anywhere on my grid, but they're just like these little fun, playful touches that are expressions of infinite embodiment. They're expressions of conduits of energy. So if you're looking for inspiration, maybe go check those out. Yeah, is there anything else to share? Um, quietly listening tonight or in two weeks, if you are feeling a nudge to be part of that, the gym is the best community. It's just magical what is happening there. So I encourage you to look at that and check it out. My website is um, mysouljourney.com. So I'm infinite embodiment doing business as mysouljourney.com. And there's just all kinds of treasures there, free ones and ones that you exchange for and um, inspiration resources. There's, there's all that I've been learning in my path sitting there waiting. So I encourage you to take a look if you haven't before. And then share, share with a friend and see where this flow takes you. If you are going to be inspired to create your own energetic grid or visioning, I would be thrilled to see what you create and what it means to you. So maybe tag me if you post it on Instagram or Facebook. I'm not on Facebook very much, but if I get tagged, I'll see the notification. Send me a little link as you share it in your way. If you do a YouTube video, like send me a little link and tell me that you've created something new and, and how this has inspired you. I have said this so many times, but a huge shout out again to Santero, who her Gemini reading this past week, I watched it Monday morning and a lot of what she was saying was, you know, there's no evidence that your intuition is going to work, but trust the flow tap back into the energetic don't get caught up in the 3d reality of what you're seeing around you like go to your practices do your energetic work that you do and and so her encouragement through her video is like right this is community this is what community looks like in today's world she shares her card reading has all this beautiful magic i receive it it inspires something in me I sit down, I do my drawing, I create something, I come here, I share it with you. Tag, you're it. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> Your turn. And then share it, share it with others, share it with me, share it with your community, share it with your best friends. Like allow, allow yourself to be witnessed. Because now you all see <laughs> this. This is the fun. It's cool because as I look at it, it looks like my arms create a heart. And then I hold that core crystal right at the bottom of the heart. So cool. Yeah. All right. I am off. It's time for the gym call. No. Today we have infinite embodiment pathways. Tomorrow is the gym. What day are we on? Today's Wednesday. <laughs> no gym today. 
Oh, life is so rich and full and beautiful. Um, I send you big love and I hope that you have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in Viv's Energy Gym, where we are building a community of leaders in this new earth, exploring infinite embodiment, the soul aligning harmoniously with the human body and mind. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.